Nazir Daf Nun Aleph, the last thing we were discussing was if uh, if a Nazir came in contact with a spoonful of decay from Ahmed, he also becomes Tameh, and th- how much decay has to be in that spoon. According to Hiskia, it's a palmful, according to Rabbi Yohanan, it's a fistful. And with that, we're going to start Nun Aleph Amud Aleph straight at the top where it says Tanun Rabbanan. We're going to discuss more halachot when it comes to the decay of a met. What is a met that has this decay that if an Azir came in contact, he would become Tameh? So, number one, if it's a met in a Kabara Aron Be'aron Shel Shaish, if it was a met that was buried without any clothing on in a coffin made of marble or Agaberit Special Avanim or on a stone floor. Something doesn't collapse, something doesn't decay. That's a mid that has decay. Now, if he was buried with clothing on, or in a wood coffin, or on a brick floor, something that could uh, crush up, something that could decay, that's a mid that does not have decay. The idea is, it's like a halacha Moshe Messinai that if the decay was mixed with any other decay, then it's not a decay of met, and therefore it's not metameh. It has to be completely of the met himself. And like Tosfot explains, even if there's so much decay over there, so much dust over there, and it's for sure more than a kezayit, more than a spoonful, still doesn't make a difference. Once something else was mixed in, it totally becomes negated. And Amar Ula en rakav el haba min habasar min agidim min atzamot. Ula explains that the decay that is metameh, it's only if it comes from flesh, uh, sinews, from bones. Anything else that's mixed in there? No. And eti has a question to Ula. We learned in a brayta rakav haba min habasar. If decay comes from flesh, it's tahor. Meaning, ha min aitzem tameh. That means if it comes from a bone, it's tameh. Even though there's no flesh, and that goes against Ula. He holds there has to be a mixture of all three bones, uh, sinews, and flesh. And you have to say that there's some sort of halachal Moshe Messina that bones are more tameh than flesh in regards to this. So the Gemara pushes back now. Emach, maybe the Brayta means Rakav Haba Min Habasar Tahor Achi Yitzei Aesem Babasar. That decay that comes from flesh is Tahor until there's bones with it. Ha Lekagidim, but 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 still, there's it doesn't have to have sinews. And Allah said it needs sinews also. The Gemara says Eiv Shal Babasar Velatzamot Belogidim. It can't be that there's going to be flesh and bones without some sort of sinews. And Amar Rav Shemuel Bar Abba, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Shenemetim Shekebaran Ze'im Zef, they buried two uh, dead people together, and they both decayed, Na'asu Gilgelin Ze'lazeh, they both became, they both were Mevatel, the other meaning, uh, this one's decay was negated, the other one's decay, and, and vice versa. Because you don't have decay from one myth. The problem is Mativ Rav Natan, we have a bright thought. It says, If you have decay from two metim, uh, it's metameh, which goes against what we just said before of Shmuel in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. So Amar Rabbi is explaining. The bright talking about They buried both of them separately. Each one decayed separately. 
and together between half a spoonful and half a spoonful together they re if when you combine them together now they reached a, a full spoonful of decay and that's metame so if they were buried separately then the decay can be combined if they were buried together then it does not uh, combine and amara baba hana amara bihanan gazaz si'aro ukbaro imo if they cut the mitts hair and they buried it with him na'asa lo gilgelin at that point that uh, uh, negates the the mitts so if they if it ends up being decayed that the hair that was mixed over there it negates the, the 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 decay over there, the dust, and it's not metame. And tenan hatam, we learned the masachet aholot, kol shebamet tame. Any body part, anything that was connected to the met is metame to matmet chutz, except minashinaim teeth, vasear hair, vasiporin nails. Why? Once they were separated from the met, they don't have tumat met anymore. Ubishat hiburan, but while they're attached. Kulan temeim, then they are tame. So now, by Hiskiah, Hiskiah has a question. Se'aro haomed legaleah. If, let's say the mate had long hair, he was about to go take a haircut, he was on his way to take a haircut, it was long enough. So it's as if it's already uh, uh, cut. Sipore haomed legazez. Or you have long nails that he was going to, to, to cut them before he died. My, are they considered connected to the body or not? Meaning, do we say it's too long and it's uh, not connected to the body? Or do we say, listen, at the end of the day, it's attached to the body and uh, it's metame, it's part of the body? Do we say anything that's about to be cut? It's as if it's cut. Or maybe, or do you want to say right now that they're still connected? And the Gemara asks the question, why don't we just uh, try to figure it out from Rabbi Barhana? He said before in the name of Rabbi Hanan that uh, the hair of a mate that was cut and was mixed, it, it, it's not tameh anymore. Tama mishum de gazaz. The reason is because they cut it. Halo gazaz lo. But if they didn't cut it, uh, no, it's still considered part of the body. The Gemara says, no. Maybe Maybe what he was trying to say was, gazaz hare zegilgelim. If they cut it, then it mevatel the, the decay and it's not tameh anymore. Lo gazaz mebaile. He's still not sure. It could be he was still in Safek if it's long hair. So maybe we don't know. Okay, so now Ba'ir Ebirmiya. Now Ebirmiya has a different question. Rekev min ha'akev mahu. Decay that comes from the from the heel, the area where there's dead skin. What's the halakha over there? Is it metameh or not metameh? Meaning, ki gamrina nerekev mikule met do we say when we we're talking about the care we're talking about something that comes from the actual body where there's uh, bones flesh sinews where there's uh, live skin or maybe it doesn't make a difference if it's live skin dead skin it's all the same or like the Rosh explains we want dead skin that was caused because of death not because it was dead before so what's Allah has? So the Gemara tries to answer. Tashema, the Taner Rabbi Natan beRabbi Oshaya. Rekev Abam Mishenim Metim Tame. The K that comes from two Metim is Metame. Now Vesal Kadatach Habam in Hakev alone. If you want to say what comes from the what comes from the heel does not Metame. Well, Zil Hacha Dilma Der Hakev Kate VeHacha Dilma Der Hakev Kate. Then uh, look at these two Meti market. Why is there the Kemetame? Maybe something comes from the from the heel, and maybe it's not Metame. Maybe it negated uh, all that decay that was Tame. But the Gemara pushes away because Ider Kiv Kule Met VeKade Der Hakev Hachenami. 
You're right. Listen, if it, if the entire mitt decayed, and okay, it, the decay even reached the, the 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 feet. Okay, you're right that it then it uh, then it negates uh, the decay. Elah, I always repeat this question. Let's say one body part, let's say his leg, uh, let's say his leg or his foot decayed, and that was next to his heel. My, what's the halacha with that, uh, with that uh, decay? Do we say, listen, a body part decayed and therefore it's metameh, or do we say it was mixed with dead skin anyways, and it's not metameh, and the gemara and zof with a tiku, it's not sure how to look at that uh, heel decay. Okay, if, the, if a woman is pregnant, she passes away, the baby passes away with her, and they bury them. Is that baby considered a mixture to its mother, and therefore, it's, if there's decay, it, it does not, uh, it's not metame, or maybe it, it does not negate it, and, it and, she, and that decay would become tame. Meaning, since we hold that a baby, the fetus, is like his mother's, uh, his mother's uh, thigh, and therefore it, he, it's considered one body, it's her body, and it's not, uh, one does not negate the other, or maybe, or do we say since it's like, it, at one point it's going to leave her body, Therefore, it's like already separated, and therefore they negate one another. Or like Tosfor explains, it's like the question we said before, it's like two metim being buried together and one negates the other, or do we say it's one met? Now, if you want to say that this, uh, this fetus at some point is going to leave the mommy's body so it's not the same body, and therefore they negate one another, Let's take Shikhvat Zera. If a woman was with a man and within a day or two while the Shikhvat Zera is still there, um, Mao, what would be the halacha? Miaminan Kevan de lo itesar kigufadame. Do we say since uh, there, there wasn't a baby created yet? So do we say that Zera became part of her bodily fluid? And therefore, her if she, if she ends up uh, passing away and decaying, she's metame or maybe since it's a foreign uh, substance that comes into the body, it's not a part of her body, and therefore it negates the decay, and therefore she's not tame. And we're gonna bring a few more questions. Let's say uh, excrement, things that come out of uh, the human body. What would be the halacha? Meaning, since the excrement comes from the food and a woman cannot live without food, a man cannot live without food, it's what keeps them living, it's part of their body, and therefore it's part of the decay. Or maybe you're going to say, since it's a foreign substance that came into the body, and therefore it's considered separate, and therefore if there's decay, it's not metame because it negates it. And what about a person's uh, hide, his skin? What's the halacha? Is it, does it negate the the decay of a met or not? And the mefarshim get into that question because everyone knows that the person's skin is metameh. 
And Ba'erav Huna Bar Manoach Kihoveni Oma. What about someone's saliva? Does that negate the decay or not? And Amar Derav Shmuel Baracha Derav Papa Veisal Kadatach Kol Hanedeka Amar Hevegilgelin. Okay, let's say you want to say all these things that we just mentioned negates the decay. So how do you have decay that's actually tameh? You mentioned almost everything over here, and that's really everything that goes part of a human body. So how would you have a situation where decay is tameh? So Gemara says, maybe, maybe they drank the water that goes under the palm trees and makes a person go to the bathroom. And he put uh, some sort of uh, cream or some sort of uh, powder that makes his hair go off. And then he went into the, the hot springs of Tebaria, and because it was so hot and he had no hair, maybe his skin came off. So if you hold all of these things, uh, the, the mevatel, the, the the decay, then the only way for uh, the only way for decay to be metamez if he had nothing in his body, uh, no excrement, uh, and uh, and he took off his uh, skin somehow. And Amar Abaye Naktinan, we have halacha, it's a tradition in our hands. Mechetehano en lorakav. A dead person that was grinded to dust, he does not have this decay. Meaning the tradition is that decay that happens on its own is decay. If he was pounded into decay, it doesn't count. And let's say they grounded the dead person, and then he, then he, it went, it went to becoming a decay. Ma, what would be the halachad? Is it metameh because of decay or not? Do we say the whole reason is because there needs to be flesh, sinews, and bones, and there is, or maybe kibriato or maybe we need the body to be as is, meaning a complete form and you don't have that since you uh, you grounded him teko uh, we still don't have an answer if there's a met with a missing uh, limb and he uh, decayed in lorakav he doesn't have this concept of rakav of decay of a met the meaning his decay does not metam it's not metame velo tefusa and he doesn't have the dean of a tefusa tefusa means if we find a dead person in the middle of uh, the road somewhere, then when we remove the body, we also remove all the soft ground around it, and about three fingers, uh, three finger, the measurement of three fingers of hard ground around him also, and then we take all uh, the mat with that dirt and we move it somewhere else. Veloshechunat kebarot. And the same idea, if there's a met with a missing body part, if uh, usually when there's a three metim in a certain area, whether it's uh, anywhere between four to eight amot uh, uh, within each other, then we're going to call that a small graveyard and you can't move them anymore. But if one of them is missing a body part, they don't have that din. The problem is metive. We learned in Masechet Eduyot, this is in regards to a kezait of flesh, that was removed from a living person. According to Rabbi Ezer, it's metameh. According to Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Nehunya, they hold it's tahor. And Rabbi Eliezer brought a proof from the fact that a flesh, a kezait of flesh that was removed from a dead person is metameh, tumat met. And the same din should be for ever minahai. 
uh, a, a piece of flesh from a living person, and they told him lo. They tell him you can't learn one from the other because im amata bemet sheesh lo rov verova omelot harvad rakav. They told him, listen, by emet you have the majority of his body build or majority of his bones, or you have at least a rova. It's a weight of the bones, or the, or there's a spoonful of decay. You can't compare it to a living person who doesn't have this majority of bones or structure. It doesn't have the din of rova, of, of bones. It doesn't have a spoonful of decay. So you can't compare halachot to one another. So the Glanana asks, What are we talking about where the decay of a living person is not metameh? If you want to say one limb decayed, so if you want to compare that to emet, even with one body part, there's decay. And you want to say that the humra is that by a dead person, one limb, there's decay that's metameh, and by a living person, that one limb does not make etameh. The problem is, you go back to what Ula Baharina said. He said that if the dead body is missing one, if a, a dead body is missing one uh, part of his body, there is no deen of rakav. There is no decay of tumatmet. So, like my answers, mikataneha met. Does the Mishnah over here say that we're dealing with a, 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 a piece that came out of a dead body? Meaning, we're not talking about a dead body or a, or a limb that broke off from a dead body. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about Hakamashmal and all they're teaching us over here is Shum Met Yeshlorakav. That the concept of a Met has decay. Shum Hayen Lorakav. That a, live, a living person does not have the deen of decay. Meaning, don't learn anything to uh, limbs that broke off. Rather, just uh, keep it simple. Dead one has rakav, living person does not have rakav. So now, Ba'ir Rabba has a question. Let's say he decayed while he's alive. Meaning, let's say a body part decayed. And then that person died. What would be the halakha? Does, that, uh, does the body have decay or not? Meaning, Kigmire... When we learn the din of rakav, is the erkiv kishehumet is that it, it decayed while he's dead, meaning it, it was caused because of death, or it just has to be decayed while he's dead, and right now he's dead, and it, it counts as decay, and it's metameh. So Tashema, let's go back to that Mishnah and Eidu that we just brought. Tashema, lo imamarta bemet sheesh lo rov, verova umlota avad rakav, tomar behai. If you're going to say by a myth that has the deen of the majority of the build or a rova of a cave of bones or a spoonful of decay, you say that there's no deen like that by a living person. Tama mishum What's the reason there's no deen? Is because he's alive. Ha myth. Once he died, yes, Then he does have decay. Meaning, if it uh, if it was separated from his body while he was alive, and then it decayed, and then while it was decaying, the man died, and then it decayed. It should count as tameh. It should make things tameh. The Gemara says no. Mikatane hamed. Are we talking about that the person died? No, we're not talking about that. Hakamashmalan. We're just saying in that Mishnah, the shum et yeshlorakav, shum high en lorakav. That a per, that a dead person has the concept of rakav. The living person does not have a din of rakav. Meaning, don't learn any extra halachot from the Mishnah Nadayot. Just keep it simple that uh, there's the concept and the con- and no concept, but nothing to to the din of a, a limb that was broken off. Don't learn anything before death, after death. 
we weren't talking about that. Now, Ba'ayraba wants around the subject of a kezait or shiur, less than shiur. So, so Rabbi asked the question, Let's say there's a, an ant that's missing a body part. So let's uh, keep it simple. Let's say a leg was broken off of an ant. It's still moving around, but uh, but it's missing a body part. Now, what's the halacha if someone ate that ant? Is there some sort of measurement that we have in regards to eating uh, all these uh, creatures? And uh, right now this ant is missing a leg and therefore he didn't do an avera. Uh, or there's have to be a living creature or it's an actual creature, a whole creature, a complete creature, and therefore he did a avera. So Amar of Tashema. So from Diskarta, he brings a Braita. It says in regards to eating rodents, um touches them when they anything and any of these creatures fall on a person he becomes tame and we the word by him in the pasuk maybe you have touched the entire creature even if it's a little bit if it's mehem, even if you touched a little piece of the creature maybe he's also hayav no, it has to be the whole thing. How do we have? How do you fix that? How do you compromise that? So, haketzad until you touch a little piece of a sheretz, but it has to be the size of uh, of a full sheretz. gave the measurement. So, if someone touched a lentil size of a creature, even though it's not attached to his body, he would be a hayav, he would be tameh. Why? Because this uh, skink, it's a type of uh, lizard, when, it, when it's created, it starts out the size of a lentil. And uh, Shmami, now what do you learn from here? That there has to be some sort of uh, measurement to this creature if they're touching it to become tameh. Digma pushes back. Maybe when do we need a shiura? We need a measurement. That's That's if there's no shiur, if there's no measurement of of a lentil, there would never be an neshama of the homet. Meaning the smallest it could go is the size of a lentil. But let's say there would be a neshama be able to go into this small piece, like an ant. And it's smaller than a lentil, and maybe if they cut its leg, maybe maybe law, maybe his neshama has nothing to do with the size. Maybe he could still stay alive, and maybe if you touch less than the lentil size, you you, you become tameh. And the Gemara ends off tibaylach. Good question. We have no answer, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Ve'amen.